0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So much is changing right now in the NFL landscape, especially for wide receivers, for quarterbacks. We need to do a reset. We need a new 2023 wide receiver ranking video. And it begins right now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. jamar chase jj jj jamar chase look i mean you could argue one over the other if you want to talk about quarterback advantage jamar chase all day long joe burrow could be arguably the number one quarterback in fantasy football 2023 him and mahomes are my dynasty qb one and two in no particular order i kind of like burrow a little more i think burrow is gonna get better and better and better and they just brought in left tackle Orlando Brown. They inked Orlando Brown to a four-year, $64 million deal. Things are looking up for Joe Burrow in terms of protection. Things are looking up for the Bengals. The Bengals are already a top-four team. Look what they've done the last two years. I think Joe Burrow is hungry to win a Super Bowl in 2023. Jamar Chase, if healthy, could have 15-plus touchdowns in 2023. J.J.'s kind of like Julio Jones back in the day. Massive yardage. a Potential to score a lot of touchdowns. It's not really his fault. But when you look at his game log, eight touchdowns last year, ten the year before, seven the year before there's just a little right now anyway a little limitation on how he can get into that double digit touchdown territory but the yardage is there 1809 128 receptions 10 100 plus yard games and then eight scores i mean jj had a year he had a year in 2022 we thought he was going toward 2000 yards receiving if he could get into the 14 15 16 touchdown territory he'd be by far the number one overall player dynasty redraft doesn't matter but it does feel like we have a trend of 8 10 7 i would say 8 to 11 touchdowns kind of his sweet spot for for td production and while i don't think jamar chase is getting 18 or 2,000 yards i think even if he got 1500 his ability to get you know 12 to 17 touchdowns that's all there for the taking for jamar i think jamar really could have one of those 17 18 touchdown seasons in the next you know year or two hopefully in 2023 so this is a preference i mean i, I don't want to hear anybody arguing over jamar chase or jj or jj over jamar chase where it gets interesting is wide receiver number three i myself have little Cooper Cup at number three overall because look I understand that the, the Rams defense is going to be a concern I get we don't know what's really going on with Stafford or how he's going to bounce back if he even plays in 2023 Cooper Cup didn't return last year after getting hurt but he's it's not like he suffered through some kind of like season ending injury that was that was traumatic or or crazy he had an ankle injury there was nothing to play for no reason to rush him back Cooper Cup probably could have hit the field if, if the Rams had something to play for I fully believe in, in redraft he can be the number one overall player in fantasy football he could be the number one wide receiver so i think at number three it's pretty good value i feel like by default cooper cups protected into some seriously good baked in value in 2023 i mean take a look at what he did in 2021 1947 145 receptions uh 16 touchdowns now granted when you really look at cooper cups entire career history you're kind of like wait 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 wait. he didn't do this for multiple years i mean really look at 2020 974 three tds 2019 1161 10 tds 566 yards in in, in 2018 he got injured remember towards acl so cooper cup like really hasn't had the big explosions year after year after year after year it kind of feels like he has but it's weird when you look at his game log that he's not really a lock to be this 1900 yard receiver in 16 tds but I do feel like he's, he's very comfortably placed at number three. And let's say he's a 14 or 1500 yard season and and 12 to 14 touchdowns that's gonna very much be where you, you drafted him at that type of value range so I, I have no problem put cooper cup number three i also have no problem putting my number four or five ahead of cooper cup especially if you consider like the cost of entry so if like i'm sitting there at number seven and i'm thinking to myself i could go Bijan a little early here at seven eight nine i don't want you going Bijan earlier than seven eight or nine you gotta promise me you're not gonna go ruining his adp seven i'm okay with it eight nine Perfect. Don't take Bijan Robinson earlier than you have to. But if you're sitting there at number seven and you're thinking to yourself, I kind of want to go with like a Garrett Wilson later. I want to go with a, a later wide receiver in round number two. I'm going to go ahead and pass on Cooper Cup here. I'm going to take Bijan and I'm going to go wide receiver in, in round number two. I'm okay with that. That's where I'm at with Cooper Cup. I'm I'm very much into his six, seven, eight overall value because he falls there uh eight times out of ten at least a number six or seven overall. But that's where that's where Bijan gets interesting. So I get it if you want to go in a different direction than Cooper Cup, but he is a fantastic bet, I think, as the third wide receiver in 2023. <laughs> number four is Tyreek Hill, who looks every bit as fast as he's looked his entire life. He, he hasn't slowed down yet. He's a he's a player, though, these speedy guys. you got to watch them because they, they tend to have hamstring injuries as they get later into their career. He's going to be a year-to-year type of call for me. And I'm okay putting him four or five in 2023. I have no problems doing that. I think he'll be a top four or five wide receiver, no doubt. But we have to play this year by year. In Dynasty, we're going to want to put maybe these other two guys that come after him ahead of him in dynasty but in redraft I'm very very comfortable with Tyreek Hill number four but like I said with Cooper Cup if you want to go in a different direction instead of going Tyreek Hill as your wide receiver one and then going running back in round two if you want to go let's say Bijan at number seven or eight or nine instead of Tyreek Hill and then in 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 round two you get your wide receiver I'm, I'm okay with that as well but Tyreek Hill who had 119 receptions, 1710, only seven touchdowns, eight if you include the rushing touchdown. He can, he can outdo this. He can he can have, let's say, a 1650 receiving, whatever, 110 to 115 receptions. Or he could repeat this. I'm just saying if you were to, to dumb down his wide receiver stats a little bit, that seven TDs easily could go to 12. So... I think number three, four, five is very, very doable overall for wide receivers 2023 for Tyree Kill. He's a very safe fourth wide receiver, fourth or fifth wide receiver to draft. And many might even put him number three over Cooper Cup. And I can understand that. But if I had to project uh, a season, 115, reception wise, 1650, and let's call it 11 to 12 TDs. Uh, 13, if you include the rushing TD, he probably will get in 2023. Love Tyree Kill. Number five is where it gets really interesting and number five is where I kind of feel like there's a top four, top three wide receiver potentially sitting here at number five overall, and the advantage is to get him in the five or six wide receiver spot, not number two or three. Don't reach, don't get crazy. You need to draft him at the perfect place. Number five overall 2023, my breakout wide receiver of the year. We've been talking about him all offseason long. My boy, you're Boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Wilson. We love little Garrett Wilson, don't we? And Aaron Rodgers is going to turn him into a a Mars man, which, you know, we have him on the Mars man list if you didn't know. He's on a shuttle to Mars, Mars man. I mean, look at Garrett Wilson and this wonderful group of, of Mars men. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Of course, he's a moon man as well, but you have to be a moon man to get to the Mars man list. Essentially, well, not really, but at some point you did need to graduate from Mars school from from Moon school to get to Mars school. But Garrett Wilson's going to be arguably number he could be number two, he could be number three, he could be number four. I think ultimately he's a top four wide receiver. I rank him here to to build in some safety mechanisms. I feel like Aaron Rodgers just turned Christian Watson into a, a top ten wide receiver. Go for it, very mature wide receiver that wouldn't have been matured and, and, and set up for success in 2023 if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there uh, to teach him groom him uh, sculpt him and bring him along on a fast track and and Garrett Wilson's already top five wide receiver material he's top five to seven without Aaron Rodgers he's top five to eight if you put like let's say another quarterback back there even Mike White who I like a lot but but when you put Aaron Rodgers in the in the mix here he's going to take an already fast-tracked wide receiver who fast-tracked himself in Garrett Wilson last year he's going to fast-track him again he's going to double Stamp a triple stamp or triple stamp a double stamp. However you want to put it, it's happening. And it's happening in 2023. Garrett Wilson, this absolute monster, as a rookie, had 147 targets. 83 receptions. Th- those numbers will be closer in 2023 with an accurate throwing Aaron Rodgers instead of three quarterbacks cycling through a musical chairs of-, of QB play. But 83 receptions for 11.03 and four TDs. is so impressive for Garrett Wilson. This is going to be a-, a 10 to 14 number right here. Touchdowns. Let's call it 11. Eleven touchdowns, uh, thirteen to fourteen hundred yards, and and hundred receptions. He's going to be a top five wide receiver. I can't wait to see it happen. And and even if Aaron Rodgers leaves next year, he plays one year. Look, Garrett Wilson's going to be fine. They're going to bring in. They're going to be aggressive, and they're going to bring in another quarterback. We'll play that by ear. And Dynasty, there's a little bit of a different conversation we got to have, but I don't think it changes anything. If anything, Garrett Wilson is in my number three spot for 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 Dynasty. No matter what the quarterback situation is, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be taken care of. But we'll worry about that in another video and on the dynasty channel link down below in the description if you want to get on the dynasty channel but garrett wilson number five so excited let's go here yeah. 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 <laughs> number six we can't leave Stephon Diggs off of of this list. I mean, Diggs is number six. He, he's arguable at four and five. So kind of like how Cooper Cup is is good value and Hill's good value because by default they can't rank higher and they could rank higher at the end of the day. I think Diggs is in a, a real good spot to not disappoint you. Protected very well in the six or five six range. Very capable of more. But you know I, you got to pick. You got to pick. I got I got to have some guys that rank higher than others. I know a lot of people are going to be upset saying Diggs is a boss. Uh, what are you doing? He's so accurate. He's so consistent. You know This and that, I get it, and I like him a lot, but I'm going to go ahead and say maybe Buffalo addresses the, the second wide receiver position in the draft or in the coming weeks. We'll have to kind of see how that plays out. Wouldn't be shocked if Hopkins ended up in Buffalo or some kind of crazy offseason move happens or the Bills get aggressive and, and, and go after a wide receiver. In the NFL draft, the Bills have the 27 overall pick, but maybe they move up. Maybe they move up and try and get a big-name wide receiver. We don't really know what they're going to do. We also think they could go after Derrick Henry. There's a lot of potential... Moves that they could be looking to make on the offensive side of the football to level up with the Kansas City Chiefs, which is, I think, what everybody's trying to do right now. Last year, Diggs had 108 for 1429 and 11 TDs. That was an unbelievable year. I feel like it was understated. I feel like people don't talk about how well he played. And this is why people get mad when you have Diggs at six instead of you know four. But I, I think uh, 1410 on 100 even. It's probably like what my, my gut says. And I like him. I, there's nothing wrong with putting Diggs at four or five. I think this is a great group of wide receivers. You got to order them a certain way, right? No one's wrong or right here. This is why we play the game. And I think Diggs is very comfortably placed right here. Partly because I do believe the Bills will try and address the offense differently in 2023 and spread out the uh, balance it out, if you if you will, which could maybe take a little bit away from Diggs, but not a ton. I still have him number, you know, five or six overall. CD Lamb number seven you know he had he had a great year lamb had 156 targets 107 receptions 1359 and five 100 yard games and nine tds if he ever gets into the 1314 td territory this is a top three wide receiver i think you rank him here to be safe you rank him here because Dak's a little unpredictable the cowboys are a little unpredictable the, the play calling is going to all change and we don't know what they're going to do how successful they're going to be i think it's just safe to put them six seven overall i don't think it's a, a knock on them i think it packages in some nice risk and I love him at number six or seven overall. I think CD Lamb's a steal there. And, and by default, he belongs there. So this is, a, this is a good wide receiver. Top of round two. Sometimes you see him go late round one in it. It's understandable. <laughs> number eight. Amon Ross, St. Brown, he had a monster year last year. Look, this Detroit team's going to continue to get better. You know, Goff's a little bit of a concern long-term, but in terms of redraft 2023, Goff, what he did in 2022 was amazing. Him and Kirk Cousins were very, very underrated walking into the season, and him and Kirk Cousins balled out. It deserved more respect, even from me. So for 2023, we're going to give... Jared Goff respect. We're going to say that St. Brown's going to hold off Jamison Williams to a degree, but Jamison will be a little bit of a, a worry as we head into midseason and, and beyond. I think he's still going to be proving some things in the early part of the year. He wasn't ready. People had high expectations for Jamison Williams in the second half of the season. And I, I tried to warn everybody that it's not going to be what you think. He might give us a flash, a very small flash, and he kind of did. And, and I think this is the what people expected him to do at the end of 2022 i think he'll maybe do a little of that in, in the beginning of 2023 but it'll be mid-season on that he tries to like separate himself from from st brown and i don't know he'll be successful doing that because i still think this is the number one wide receiver on the team but if you were to ask me to be objective and honest either one could be the number one Jamison williams his his talent his ability his acceleration ability Uh, can't be overlooked. And so these these two guys are going to kind of share that 1B and 1B role. Neither one of them in time will probably be the 1A. They're both that good. And so they need a quarterback. They'd be so smart to go get Lamar Jackson. Maybe that happens. Maybe I'm telling you this now and then something brews later. But they'd be so smart to get a quarterback in here for the long term because I like Goff. I know Goff played well last year, but I don't think he's the long-term answer. And they need one of these these big gunslingers. And Lamar's not the the biggest pocket passer in the world, but he's good enough to facilitate and make this team a, a Super Bowl contending team. He really is. So hopefully they smarten up and they, they they look into it and they lift the hood up on the Lamar Jackson situation. But St. Brown for 2023, very safe territory. His 106 receptions for 1161 and six TDs can easily be replicated in 2023. And even if he has, like, let's say, 100 receptions and 1080 and, and six or seven touchdowns, this this rushing is important and, and effective. 95 yards on, on nine carries. He could run for like 15, 20 times, get a rushing touchdown. He's such a diverse, uh, unbelievable talent. And so I think duplicating some total his numbers in 2023 from 2022, very, very doable, especially given he had like a stretch of games where he wasn't effective. He was banged up. This is so doable. He could probably get uh, 100 receptions for 1,200 yards and seven or eight touchdowns. It's very, very doable. St. Brown is a, a steal in this eight territory. He's easily capable of being five, six or seven overall. So this is a very, very good positioning for him to be defaulted into. Jalen Waddle. Hard to put him higher. I know it's hard to put him lower than this, and I agree with that, but hard to put him higher when he's the number two wide receiver, and it's an offense that that very much makes that an understandable thing, but at the same time, I, I can't in good conscience put him at number eight or seven or six, but he's very comfortable here. He's a top 10 wide receiver, and you're you're getting him at wide receiver nine. So pretty much you're getting what you pay for, maybe a little bit more value than you're paying for because he could be a top five to seven wide receiver, but this is a pretty good spot for me, especially with the unknowns with Tua. And Mike White's going to get in there and start some games. I hate to say that. I'm rooting for Tua. I'm not wishing injury upon him. We, we very much want him to be healthy, but I highly doubt Tua is going to stay upright. And Mike White, what, a, what, a, what an amazing what this guy, Mike McDaniel, knows what he's doing. Mike White is a fantastic signing, so we'll see. Maybe Mike White loves Waddle more than Tyreek. Who knows, but Mike White's going to start games. We just need to see what's up before we start moving Waddle around. This is a very safe place for him. And number 10, the final wide receiver, it's got to be Adams. Smitty, did you forget Devontae Adams, you moron? No, and I've waited until this very moment to discuss it. In fact, actually, let's discuss Devontae Adams after I drop my number 10, which is not Devontae Adams, so all you Jimmy G supporters are... Are going to have to wait one more player. This is my number 10. His name is AJ Brown. He plays for the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be just fine. Everybody crying about the Eagles saying, oh, cry, Eagles, cry. People crying about crying about the Eagles is so annoying. It gets so old. The Eagles are coming for blood in 2023. And for all you people saying, oh, they lost so many people. They brought back people too. And they also have, might I remind you, the number 10 and the number 30 overall draft selections in 2023. So guess what? They're going to be fine. They're going to be stronger than ever. Not to mention, if they don't draft Bijan or Jameer Gibbs with one of these two draft selections in round one, let's say they use it on defensive pieces, guess what they could do? Trade a second rounder for Henry, a second rounder for Cook, a second rounder for Eckler, a second rounder for Nick Chubb. We don't know. All four running backs are potentially kind of available, and the Eagles are aggressive. So enjoy the show. If you want to doubt, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, who who is hard to put in this top 10, but he's right on the, on the verge of. Of getting into this group I just want you to know that other players on the verge of getting into this group would be T Higgins uh Christian Watson Debo Samuel Drake London DK Metcalf those are all guys that are that are kind of in the mix for the 11 to 14 11 to 15 so if you if one of those guys was your guys don't think they're that far behind Drake London I very much want to put in this group but without the quarterback support that we thought he could have through a Lamar Jackson uh signing and we're waiting on that i you know I, I gotta put him right outside the top 10 but those those are my top 10 and for people saying hey Smitty." Smithy Where is Devontae Adams? Are you out of your mind? Where's my Devontae Adams graphic? Here he is. This guy, Devontae Adams, is going to be on the decline i hate to say it he's such a good wide receiver but he made his own bed he wanted to go to the raiders we knew that it probably wouldn't work out not because we didn't like car it's just a total abyss for wide receivers to go to we talk about it on the show all the time you get traded to the raiders and you just fall apart we saw randy moss go to the raiders and look bad for two seasons we thought he was done he goes to new england and pulls in what 23 tds antonio brown remember when he was traded to buffalo for like 10 minutes refused to go he went to the raiders Burned his feet off. Devontae Adams caught, what was it, 1,500-ish 1, yards, 100 receptions, and 14 TDs under the command of Derek Carr regardless of what Derek Carr did in the win-loss column which wasn't his fault because he had one of the worst defenses in NFL history in Oakland and in Las Vegas his entire reign as as a Raider he's had one of the worst defenses bottom four almost in every category every single year and this team brings in Jimmy Garoppolo who can't throw more than 10 or 15 yards downfield and he made his name throwing To Debo Samuel at the line of scrimmage on design plays that Debo was turning into a a wideback. Do people understand when he threw to Debo over and over and over and Debo turned it upfield, that was a wideback. That was a running back making moves. And I don't want to hear Jimmy's a winner. He's not a winner. Winning is a team stat. And he was on a team that won. The team carried him. Jimmy G is not a... He's a bottom five quarterback at best in the NFL. And he's going into a situation where Derek Carr, was a much better quarterback, and we're going to see that in New Orleans with a top 10 defense to support him. Derek Carr's 10 times the quarterback of Jimmy G. And you take away Waller. You have an unhappy Jacobs. And again, if he, he could have a thousand yards and seven TDs I'm not saying it's not possible that he could be borderline top 10 for me but there's so much risk involved I'm not putting him in my top 10 I can't I can't. It wouldn't shock me if a scenario played out like he gets hurt later in the season. They have nothing to play for. It's an unraveling, a whirlwind of disaster. And he just kind of does what Cooper Cup did. Doesn't really return. I just don't see how Devontae Adams stays healthy, trying to catch hospital balls from Jimmy G. Does anybody understand why Daryl Waller was probably traded? George Kittle, who re-emerged under Brock Purdy this year, was dormant. Hibernating when Jimmy G was under center for years because Jimmy G can only throw to his first read. First or second read, get the ball out really quickly because he's good? No, because he's scared of getting hit. And because the longer he holds onto the ball, the more likely a turnover or a fumble or a sack are happening. Jimmy G is going to be a disaster in Las Vegas. Imagine thinking you're upgrading Derek Carr using Jimmy G. Imagine getting rid of Darren Waller thinking that's even going to help. And imagine thinking Devontae Adams isn't going to request a trade at some point during the year if he doesn't do it after the the Darren Waller situation. He kind of was upset when the situation unfolded the way it did. Jimmy G was signed. Devontae Adams immediately hit Instagram and kind of erupted. Then the next day he kind of took it back and said, let's go Jimmy. Don't read into that everybody. Let's go Jimmy. Let's go get it. And then And then what? Waller's traded. I wonder if this guy's going to request a trade at some point this offseason. If he doesn't, Who knows if he stays healthy trying to catch hospital balls from Jimmy G. He's going to get hurt trying to keep Jimmy G relevant. And it wouldn't shock me if Jimmy G was removed from the lineup at some point during the year, even if he wasn't hurt. But Jimmy G can't stay healthy. This is a disaster. So many red flags to have this guy anywhere near your top 10. That said, is he close? Would I take him at some point? Sure, there's a line in the sand. I just honestly don't know. I haven't digested it long enough to know where my line in the sand is, where he goes from an avoid, 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 line in the sand, Flips into a okay, a value. I don't know where that line is, it's not in the top ten. I can tell you that right now. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your lifetime membership to content tools rankings get to the and get your one-on-one text advice and also go to underdog fantasy promo code smitty they'll match up to one hundred dollars in your first deposit underdog fantasy promo code smitty i appreciate every one of you this show is growing so fast and, and i work for you and i'm live monday through friday at seven p.m eastern i'm live whenever news breaks i'm i, I believe i'm the only one who at least does it the way we do it live on call fantasy football analyst in the youtube space if news breaks i go live I don't care if it's midnight. I don't care if it's 9 a.m. I'll be in my bathrobe. I don't care if it's noon. I go live whenever news breaks. Do you know anybody that does that? This is your new home. If you just found it, subscribe if you're new. I'm also live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight doing a lot of drafting on Underdog Fantasy, mock drafting as well, but on Underdog Fantasy, promo code SMITTY. Again, and do this ahead of time. The link's in the description. I'll probably drop it in the live premiere if this is a live premiere, uh, but but make sure you're signed up ahead of time because if you're not, you're not gonna get into the drafts when we go do the draft. So click the link ahead of time, get signed up, $10 minimum. But if you do a $10 minimum, them, they'll, they'll match it and give you ten dollars on top of that. If you do fifty, they'll match it, give you fifty uh, up to one hundred dollars. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.